This is a layover episode. It's our new bonus episodes. Y'all like that name, right? Layover? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a great name. I think cool. It's great. The There's idea. no way you came up with that, Isaac, by yourself. No, it was a, it was a think <laughs> it was, tank. Uh, did Jess actually come up with it? No, oh. actually, I actually did. Nice. I was going to give y'all credit, but um, no, it's okay. Uh, it was all that's, you. that's good. It was but really creative. What, uh, Eric and Olivia? What's the idea behind la- these layover episodes? Uh, well, so I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happens that we don't get to actually talk about um that that breaks uh as far as information and news regarding movies and actors and directors and so on and so forth and then there's new releases like what we're going to talk about today that we don't always get to cover so um it's really kind of kind of be whatever we really want it to be to cover whatever as far as film and cinema is concerned uh it's just going to be us kind of having these little bonus episodes that we don't that that don't necessarily fit into our series. Is that a fair? Yes. Is that yeah. good? So f- this episode, as you can tell from the title, we're talking or we're discussing Wonder Woman 1984 for a couple of reasons, mainly because it's significant from a streaming perspective and how mm-hmm. Hollywood is changing um, its theatrical release format um, and how the politics of Warner Brothers is just kind of rocking the entire entertainment um, industry. And also it's, I mean, as a, as a piece of pop culture, it's important to us. And so now we're going to be able to cover those informally off the cuff, lots of fun. I'm excited to do these with you guys every once in a while. Eric, what are your thoughts? I'm excited. And specifically for this episode, because I think when we did like our 2020 in review episode, I think all of us had, Wonder Woman 1984 on our most anticipated movies of 2020. Mm-hmm. So uh, this will be pretty fun to, to chat about with you guys. Which we recorded before Christmas Day when Wonder Woman hit HBO mm-hmm. Max. They were, um, this This will kind of lead into our next, uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about the significance of Wonder Woman 1984 and then talk about what... <laughs> what we thought about the movie, which will be very, very fun and engaging. But um, uh, Wonder Woman 1984 was, I didn't know this, but it was original, originally scheduled for release on December 13th of last year. Did you guys know that? I did not know I, that. I remember it was supposed to come out sometime last year and then they pushed it back. Um, I think it was supposed to come out in like November and then they pushed back to December and then they pushed it back until June. I believe it was supposed yep. to come out June of this year, which I remember cause I follow Patty Jenkins on Twitter. So I remember her saying something about how she was actually really happy with it being pushed back to June. Um, because it is more, I mean, it feels more of a summer movie anyway. Um, so I feel like all superhero movies are more summer movies anyway. Wonder woman one was yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know if they did any reshoots um, or any additions onto the original cut that was supposed to come out last mm-hmm. year? From what I understand, there were reshoots. Okay. Because there were a couple yeah. of scenes. I was like, uh, like, like the scene at the end with the Christmas, I was like, there's, <laughs> there's no way they just... 
when that that scene happened, I was like, "Oh, so it's a Christmas movie now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On top of uh, everything else, yeah. Yeah. I was um, like, "There's no way that was originally in there," but HBO. I, I my I cannot think. Have we talked about HBO Max and how it? I know that we tweeted about it and posted mm-hmm. about it on our Instagram, but it, we didn't discuss on the podcast the magnitude no. of HBO Max's decision. No, this we haven't. Is Wonder Woman 1984 is the first in of like nine, 19 or 14? Like a bunch of big blockbusters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's close. It's, it's somewhere in the teens. Yeah, For, between 14 and 19. Um, like what? Help me out. I know Dune is in here. Um, mm-hmm. uh, their their slate of movies from now until December of next year will release on HBO Max, um, and for thirty days be available. And on that same release date, they will be released in theaters. Is that mm-hmm. that's correct, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, but after that, that month long window. They will only be available in theaters. This is right. obviously like very damaging to the theater going experience. Um, their decision has raised a lot of fuss from uh, AMC and Cinemark. And AMC, I think, has a special deal with. No, AMC has a special deal with Universal. Um, I can't. A major theater chain has a deal with Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. and this completely blindsided them. A lot of directors were completely blindsided by them. So, Wonder Woman 1984 is the first of these movies that it was just like it was earth shattering to realize that this kind of blockbuster was going to be available on your TV, right? Of, like, you will have to go to a theater to see it, which you can if you want, right? But, Obviously, many people will opt to not do that because of right. our climate. Yeah, and that's, I mean, I mean, Wonder Woman was projected to make millions of dollars uh, just opening weekend, let alone however much it, it was projected to make in the whole run it was in theaters. So, um, but going back to the slate of movies that are going to be on HBO Max for that month-long period, um, one of... Uh, so one movie is The Little Things that has Denzel Washington, Jared Leto, um, Remy Malik. Um, they just released a trailer for that. Yeah, Judith I have that. That looks good. Yeah. That Tom and Jerry movie, uh, the new Space Jam, Godzilla vs. Kong. I mean, mm-hmm. In the Heights, which was supposed to come out this year, but was pushed back. Mm-hmm. Um, Suicide Squad is on that list. I mean, there's there's lots of Excuse, movies. Yeah, the su- Suicide Squad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> the Suicide Squad, directed by James Gunn, will be uh, included on that list. Mortal Kombat, the next Matrix movie. So I mean, a lot of Whoa. a lot of big movies that are, you know, were projected to be kind of mm-hmm. hopefully blockbuster hits, and then now they're gonna maybe not. I don't know. I just don't know how it's gonna work out what what as far as making money is gonna look like for Mm -hmm. warner brothers so i don't know it could be a game changer it's interesting because it seems like warner brothers decision to i mean so tenant 
did not, we covered this in an episode recently, but Tenet didn't made like $300 million or something like that. Like in its it lost theater. Money yeah. It, it yeah. lost money. So, and that was a Warner brothers movie. So obviously, obviously now they are in a, in a position of if, if Dune had opened, Dune would have lost the money. It's right. clear. People are not going to theaters. Wonder Woman would have lost money. It, like, Wonder Woman it would have absolutely well, lost money. It, well, and it's, it, I guess the movie, the movie might lose money. Um, there's a site that says that its break even point is $500 million and it is expected to lose money for the studio. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much money they'll be able to recoup by mm-hmm. getting people, like the way that you make money off of this, you know, pop culture centerpiece is you get people to sign up for HBO Max. But right. HBO Max's rollout was not very strong. Um, and people are confused. Like, I have HBO. What is HBO Max? Right. Like, I don't know. I pers- personally don't understand why they didn't just turn HBO into HBO Max. That would have saved a lot of confusion. Uh, like, I, I don't know. Um, so yeah no that whole yeah it was confusing as far as like because there was hbo hbo go hbo now and then they're like what is the difference between all those things and hbo max it's just better branded um yeah it's yeah we should run hbo and we should that's a great idea that's a great idea isaac best idea you've had thanks even even more than the title of our bonus episodes uh, nah, I think the, the title I don't think anything probably, can top that. Yeah, that's probably your, your high for 2020. Top tier, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I peaked right at the end. <laughs> I think <laughs> we th- all did, right? I'm, th- I'm thinking of ending things. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's kind of like just, that's not the fun part of what we're going to discuss um, in, in this bonus episode. Um, let's give our star ratings on the count of three. We all we all watched Wonder Woman 1984. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not we all feel the same way about it. I think Eric and I might. Don't know about you, Olivia. I feel like our opinions are going to be a little more similar than you think. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. So okay. let's on the count of three. Let's all say into our mics our uh, what's it called star ratings out of five s- between one and five. Yeah. So letter letterbox style. Nice. We'll, just, we'll just say letterbox style from now on. Great. Love that. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, one point five. Two. Whoa. You guys gave it way lower ratings than I did. I love that. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wait, wait. So Isaac, you said a one? One point five. One point five. And Whew. Eric, you said two? I said two and I normally can find some redeeming qualities and I did enough to give it two star. Right? Okay. So. Okay. I feel like you guys are also way harsher as critics than I am. That's fair. Oh, really? Yeah. So let's, okay. Let's talk about, about this. Um, I'm looking again at the release date and the, the, the scheduled release date or sorry, dates, plural December 13th of last year, 2019. Um, well, originally it was going to be November 1st. So mm-hmm. November 1st, then December 13th of last year, then Ju- June 5th of 2020. And then 
then it was pushed to October 2nd. Then it was pushed to Christmas. So it was pushed basically a more than a year. Yeah. A lot not of a my, good sign. Not, well, I mean, not a good sign, but also like the first Wonder Woman, what do you got? I, I, I feel like the first Wonder Woman is good like a very I, I good love the first one yes Woman. I it's was a i mean not perfect but first good movie yes Black it's good Black. it breathes it's mm-hmm. like obviously you're gonna expect a sequel to be different and i I was like engaged in the first scene when she's a kid and she's competing and she's showing yeah how, like i liked all that it was a good uh, opening scene yeah. it was a good opening scene it yeah. was probably my favorite scene of the entire movie <laughs> i think <laughs> like I, no joke i'm not even like yeah. for real that was probably my favorite scene of the entire movie i really loved um i really loved the invisible jet fireworks sequence that was that was fun favorite. Mm-hmm. yeah um cool. i wish they didn't spoil that and like every mm-hmm. single action scene in the trailer but yeah. but i feel like that that's my my main problem with this movie and we're i have <laughs> i have i was thinking about this when i was uh driving back and getting ready to set up our call but i have like dumb complaints which i'll address later and i have legitimate complaints about the movie (laughs) and the legitimate complaint is they had so much time to like and and it could have been that it was just it was a bad script and it was rushed because the first wonder woman came out in june of 17 yeah no yes no, it was 16. It was 16 because it was the summer before our senior year of... Senior no, it was 17 because I saw it with Jess and we were just about to get engaged. You guys... No. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm fact-checking y'all. He's fact-checking yeah. go, go on, go on. Of course, I searched Wonder Woman and it pulls up 1984. Yeah. Conversation it, halls. It, we have it came out in June of 2017. <laughs> Booyah! Damn. All right. And it made 800 million dollars. Made so much money, it's crazy. Wow. That's great, crazy. great movie. Um, great, great. Yep. It, I feel like I watched this and I was like, okay, how much time did they have to edit this? Were they rushed? Because this feels like it was a very rushed, very badly, yeah. like I would say, horribly edited movie. But then I was like, maybe it's the screenplay. Maybe this like was several drafts away from being a really sleek, uh, like uh, because you you have good themes in this movie. You have themes about the excess of the '80s in American culture. But then by the end of it, you have people from all these different ethnicities renouncing their quote unquote wish, which we're gonna have to get into. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! That's oh okay. my gosh! Real quick. The way I would describe this movie is it's a really bad Michael Bay movie. Like, oh no. The, the script is like super like convoluted. The dialogue is terrible, slightly misogynistic and racist at times. And yeah, it, it reminded me of a bad Michael Bay movie. I, I want to hear more about your, uh, your shots being fired about misogyny and uh, racism. Well, but like I, do think, Woman. I do think that the first Transformers is a better movie than this. Yes. Oh, like, far. like I, I, in and, and yeah. I, okay. I'm glad we all agree on that. Yeah. And it's okay for people who don't agree, but the, 
I I love that you see you see the themes, but none of it is stick. It it is all falling to the floor. Like everything that they're throwing at the wall. Like you have the theme of material excess, and then you have like the global theme of like of of poverty and we all want and we all have greed and ambition like i love that that was so good and there were moments in that sequence where every every person is giving up their wish where i was like this was good this is clever i've never seen this in a superhero movie before but then it's immediately forgettable because of how convoluted every literally everything leading up to it was and that's why that's why it was so frustrating to watch. Right, I had the same feelings. Like I was watching it, I just kept trying to explain to myself the movie. And whenever I'm, when I'm having to do that during a movie, I'm I'm not going to enjoy the movie. Um, what do you think, Olivia? I I agree with what you guys are saying. I think that the plot was weird. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, and I thought that the whole renouncing my wish sequence was so forced and cheesy cheesy oh yeah it felt cheesy. you mean with every person or... yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah yeah and yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, question if yes. you guys had one wish what would you wish for? <laughs> <laughs> i i honestly don't know um you're not wishing for oil or right yeah i, I mean some of the stuff i, don't like, know. I wish i didn't have student debt <laughs> that would be great <laughs> My movie. point about the the racism was like they uh it was I was caught off guard because like they uh they made like the Middle Eastern people like terrorists. They made like one guy like with a sniper wish for a nuke. I'm like Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's I very, mean that's a little slightly racist and I was well, I was definitely not expecting that. I totally agree with you. It, like how quickly see see this is my whole problem. It became global. Like there's a script where that could have worked, but I was expecting this whole thing to be like, kind of like, it, I mean, if it's the eighties, no country in the world was more iconic during the eighties than the United States. So why not like build off of that great first scene at the mall where everyone mm-hmm. is wearing those goofy yeah. workout out? Like I, it blows my mind. You don't see that at all, except for the one scene where, uh, what's her name barbara barbara minerva is working out and she realizes how strong she is Mm -hmm. you don't build on that like retro awesome theme anymore like you could have there was something excess of the american culture there were no 80s no 80s music at all um no 80s music um i want to read real quick the and you can follow up olivia with your imdb synopsis but the this makes me so mad. The letterbox synopsis for Wonder Woman 1984 is Wonder Woman comes into conflict with the Soviet Union during the Cold War in the 1980s and finds a formidable foe by the name of the Cheetah. And, and that is completely misleading. Like that's yeah, not what happens. So Not at all. And so this is what IMDb says. IMDb says rewind to the 1980s as wonder woman's next big screen adventure finds her facing two all all new foes max lord and the cheetah and i mean that makes a little more sense but you still have no idea what the plot of the movie is like okay so we have max lord and cheetah yeah exactly (laughs) 
Like, it was fine. I just, I remember thinking about it earlier today. I was like, ah, crap, so we're going to record about this. And honestly, I don't even remember what the plot of the movie was. <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was just kind of forgettable. And I hate that because I really, I like the character of Wonder Woman. I like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. The cast is great. Patty Jenkins, it, I like her as a director. Mm-hmm. Um, But it was just forgettable. Like, it, it just it was- wasn't that great yeah like after the first hour the the movie really lost me because like the just the the dialogue between uh wonder woman and the cheetah slash christian wig it was just so corny and that was that's my other point is slightly misogynistic like you have wonder woman this like all powerful female character and like she's still like i guess 50 years later mourning or can't get over steve's death and it just knocked the character down a peg for me. Um, how they it's, how they treated her character, which yeah. was, which is kind of a bummer, and how she was like completely nerfed the whole second half of the movie because she didn't have her powers and she was just getting her ass kicked the whole time. Um, I did a little disappointing. Yeah, I once once you realize, and maybe we can discuss the MacGuffin of the Dreamstone. <laughs> um, there was some I'm gonna look it up real quick because in DC lore there's another name by which the dreamstone is referred to and it is bonkers. Give me a second. Yeah. And, and another when a plot centers around MacGuffin like the Dreamstone or the Tesseract or the many other different MacGuffins we have in Concord movies, it's just an easy way to tell a story, which is not good. The Materio Opticon. <laughs> <laughs> Nerds. They should have just went with that when you have your bad guy named Max Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The I I will answer my maybe my uh, one wish question. I never uh, answered you, that, Eric. But once you realize that the Dreamstone, like you can you you understand what is going to happen in the movie, and you're not looking forward to it. Once you realize that there is a stone that grants the characters their wishes. You do you know what I mean? Like that's immediately how I felt, and I was completely disengaged the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah when it's, you have like a an item like that, it's just that's why I was thinking to myself: if I had one wish, I'd just grant for I'd just wish for unlimited wishes, and boom, well, solved. well, maybe maybe I started. I felt that way whenever Max Lord became the Dreamstone. That's yeah. that's I was like seriously you're, there's not going to be any exciting battle where it's being juggled between the different characters yeah. i was like I'll, I'll i'll see that like but yeah yeah i'm having like a yeah I, I honestly gotta give it props because the story and script itself is completely insane and i i just gotta give it props for being so outlandish and insane um sure as it is yeah yeah i just I also felt like there was no resolution. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, like it just, so everyone renounces their wish. And then there, what happens to Max Lord? Does Cheetah die? I mean, it seems like she was electrocuted after. I thought she was dead. I thought she was done. I thought she was dead too. And I was, and then I was like, she's not even dead. Like, I was it like, felt dang. almost like a cheat. <laughs> I was like, she's about to pull a Superman and just kill this innocent person. I mean, I guess, she, was she innocent? I don't know, but. I thought she killed. She was her. drunk we'll, with we'll, power. We'll never know. There's no way to know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then like, what happens to Max Lord? Like, does does he go to 
prison for what he did or like what happens i don't know does he does but he hey die? he reconciled with his son yeah which a little corny at the end it was a little corny i appreciate like what it was attempting to do because i think that it's important and this is me putting on my therapist hat i think it's important for us to like recognize our parents as flawed human beings mm-hmm. and i think it's important for parents to also acknowledge that they are flawed human beings um especially in uh, as far as like in terms of of their relationship with their children there's a difference between being a, a flawed human being and then a homicidal maniac who is just trying he's not i wouldn't say he's a homicidal maniac uh he is a homicidal maniac (laughs) but this power hungry like like maniac who's just trying to to have as much power and control as possible because apparently enough is never enough and it's like yeah son i kind of uh suck sometimes it's like no you have a lot of issues you need to work through and then they did his whole like like flashback to to max lord's childhood and it's like okay you yes. waited too long to put the, to introduce yeah, this. yeah you yeah. should not have introduced you, you like i understand trying to like sympathize him some and like show like okay this is what happened to like kind of lead to his, his like villain origin story <laughs> mm-hmm. but there are so many people who come from abusive homes who who did wet the bed at much too late of an age to be doing that who do not grow up to be terrible human beings mm-hmm. and i don't i mean for me that's like not enough for him to be the character that he was like i feel like there's got to be more i don't know that's it just just i 100 percent agree did at the end when he's like in that little control room yeah and he's like under that light or whatever that was. It looked like he was about to turn into Dr. Manhattan for a second with that blue light over him. Was I the only one that felt <laughs> that way? Me, it took me several <laughs> frames to realize that, that that little space was actually being broadcast to the satellite. I was like, why is he standing? Oh, What's about to happen? What's about to happen? And why on. is he just talking to her? And then I was like, okay. oh, his voice is like carrying into this. I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you for explaining that because I thought he was about to go under undergo some like nuclear transformation right there. Yeah. The, okay. So Pedro, I, I have no problem with either uh, Gal Gadot, uh, Kristen Wiig, Pedro Pascal, or Chris Pine. If anything, Chris Pine, like the intro, bringing him back from the dead in the way that they did that, the the payoff was great. Like that last scene where she leaves him, I thought that yes, was great. I, that we was should great. have mentioned right at the beginning that this was going to be full of spoilers, but I feel like people will <laughs> catch on to that. We can, we can so add it in the description we can add it, of yeah, this episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, brackets, spoilers. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. Pedro Pascal, I feel like, steals the show in this movie for his performance. Like... Writing aside, he, he I love I love to see that he was hamming it up. Um, yeah, I was yes. about to say, he was like over exaggerating. Yeah, I, I loved thought it. it. Was really good for for his character. Yeah, I do think that because I don't know if I loved the idea of Steve coming back, but the that final scene between him and and Wonder Woman was was really good. Like that that was a great moving scene Um, oh yeah that was definitely one of the better parts of the movie for me 
Yeah. It's Chris Pine and the whole interaction between between uh him and Gal Gadot. They they carried every every scene they were in. Um what'd y'all think of Kristen Wig as the villain? I I don't hate it. I don't know. I have mixed feelings, I think, but I, I'm not sure why. What did you yeah, think, Eric? I thought it was awkward the whole time. I couldn't, I couldn't really buy it. Um, I think, I think a lot of people have a hard time seeing her as, as anything other than like the kind of comedy. Yeah. Like SNL bridesmaids, so on and so forth. But I think she does a really good job of playing kind of like the, the geeky nerdy girl. Um, yes. She plays that character in Ghostbusters. Um and I thought that was really, like, it wasn't a good movie, but I thought, like, she was funny in that. Um, and so I think she did a good job of playing that character. It's just hard to see her as, I think, a villain for a lot of people. And I think that's fair. Um, but I think she's a good actor. Like, I've seen her in some more serious roles, and I think that she's good as an actor. Yeah, and that, that could probably also have to do with the script that she had to work with. Maybe we really couldn't buy yeah. into her going from a nerd to a complete another psychotic villain at the end right um and also i understand like like i i think even like wonder woman says it to her like how she like kind of loses her her humanity it she says that in the fight Mm -hmm. at the white house she's like you've lost your humanity and i think that that's important but i don't think that they do a very good job of like show showing that i think yeah i mean yeah, they was, had that, yeah she had that one scene with like the she was beating up that drunk in front of the homeless guy yeah and she walked away was really dark i was like yeah. oh, i thought she like, was gonna kill him yeah yeah i don't know i kind of wish she had i just kind of wish it would have gone <laughs> well, dark like that well and and that's a that's a good point and that this was this kind of doves tails into an interview that i found with patty jenkins and new york times and she said just talking about the movie in general, I did a couple things in this movie that everybody said we couldn't do. Nobody dies and she wins in the end with a conversation. To me, this is a Trojan Mm. horse. I wanted to take off every box of what you're looking for in a superhero movie, but actually what I'm hopefully pulling off is a subversion or instead you're seeing, you're saying this to the younger generation that sees these movies. You have to find the hero within. And that, that the last part's kind of like uh, it's kind of corny. It's, it's kind of corny, <laughs> but I, but like but also that speaks to a what we're talking about like this backstory for Barbara and Max. We should have known at first. We should yeah. have like bought into the sympathy of these characters um, in order for the stakes to be established that something bad is going to happen to them even if it's not them dying because because she's they were focusing so hard on not killing anyone that it it literally feels like the stakes are the world is going to implode but we really don't actually care because it's been so rushed and so like all right whatever like we knew that this was coming as soon as he became the dreamstone right yeah it just, I don't know why I just laughed so hard when you said when he became the Dreamstone. <laughs> I mean, we we should all laugh whenever that is said. <laughs> oh man! Just, but I lo- I love that Pedro Pascal is like he said in an interview like a couple weeks ago. I am hamming it up like like he was talking about Nick. He was referencing Nick Cage or something, or he like nice. pulled from Nick Cage for this performance. Um, 
His performance was definitely very 80s and 90s-ish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, absolutely. 80s, 90s villain. Yeah, for sure. And I, like, I I love that. Um, But, yeah, they didn't, like, I feel like they didn't really lean into the 80s aesthetic very, very much, except for, like, the scene at the mall. Mm -hmm. And then when it was the the Chris Pine dress-up scene. (laughs) Yeah. Which was fun. Yeah, it was a little role reversal there, right? Yeah, uh, you only see the girl doing that, so that I did enjoy that. Um, but yeah, no eighties yeah. music. No, there was really no eighties at all in the movie. So, so bizarre. Like I hadn't even thought about the music until now. Yeah, now uh, Hans Zimmer did the score, but I mean, and it like I mean, score was Hans good. Yeah. Is yeah, the score is good. I I think it, I would have appreciated some score that sounded a little eighties esque. <laughs> I'm not telling Hans Zimmer how to do his job. Mm-hmm. I just obviously, think yeah, obviously, I'm not. I don't know anything about music, so one of the better parts, one of the better aspects of the movie, honestly. Yeah. Music. What Olivia also, Adequ- or Eric? What are you gonna say? I was gonna say also one of the weakest because they had no '80s music. So. Oh well, I mean the score. Okay. Yeah, old, yeah. old Hans. Yeah, he, Hans, he, he can't can do no wrong. wrong. Um, Olivia, what are your thoughts as a as a therapist? What are your thoughts on <laughs> Diana on uh, not loving anyone for what? What is this? Fifty years. Fifty years. Yeah. Um. Even I, know, I, I think- like they wrote it in. Uh, Steve's like, there are other people, other guys <laughs> out there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I think that it's clearly something she was hung up on. And so it, I don't know. I was thinking about that, not necessarily as a therapist, but just like just thinking about it as a person, they did not have that much time together. And clearly (laughs) they went through a lot Mm -hmm. and something that I think I like parallel, like parallels from the two Wonder Woman movies is, you know, Steve introduces her into like the the real world and Mm -hmm. she like, is naive and he has to like kind of teach her like about different things and then she gets to teach him about the 80s and the new technology that has since been developed um in the time between what the 30s and the the 80s and so so you kind of see yeah you get to see kind of these these parallels but they didn't have that much time together i mean like three days i don't know how long how much time passes over the course of the original wonder woman movie but um i think i think diana might need to go to therapy and like work some of that out and that's okay (laughs) i mean relationships are significant for for so many reasons and i think that we can be attached to relationships um especially if they end prematurely like that due to all of a sudden um so I, I think like from from that perspective, like it's okay for her to be hung up on it. It's not okay for her to shut herself out and never allow herself to even get close to anyone or like consider another relationship. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, that's my thoughts. Yeah. What are you? No, what I'm you? glad she didn't like kiss fake Chris Pine there at the end during Christmas. That would have been. That would have been weird. That, that, that would have that would have earned yeah. the the movie a one star for me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I thought I I thought it was a. Uh... I thought it was okay the 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 relationship she had with Chris Pine and everything, but I didn't like how it was like the driving plot for like two hours of the movie. I wish it was yeah. just on and kick some ass, but that's just me. In, I, in a, sorry, Kira, go ahead. I was gonna say this movie was two and a half hours long. I think that they could have done the same, like given the same amount of information in like an hour and a half or two hours. Like mm-hmm. not, it did not need to be two and a half hours long. Well, and to your to your point about like how much time they dedicated to Steve and uh, if it if it had been done in a way that was the thing about the the Dreamstone taking something from you like I that aspect of it I think is great and that it took so yeah so Steve being present took away her powers but it should have become it should have again stay, no stakes in this movie it should have become more harrowing or ghastly that steve was there you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like it like either the way he he looked or he became more vapory or something like that but he was like they they kind of had this weird thing where they, she said well i all i see is you but it's clear yeah. to everyone else that he looked like that other guy. So I wish that they had done that. I kind of expected that other actor, I don't remember his name, to pop back up more and more. Yeah. And that he would stop looking like Steve to, right. to show that like, this is a mirage. Like what you want will never, like I'm not actually giving you what you want or this, this God or whatever. Right, because that's what I'm confused about. Because like they show that sequence when they first like our our meeting again where it like pans around them and as every time they pan around and show the guy it the face come becomes more and more like chris pine's face mm-hmm. so but it seemed like everyone else saw him like it was just chris pine the entire time so so was that guy the other guy or was it chris pine I'm confused. I just Eric is cracking up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you had the whole scene where like Chris Pine's doing like the taxi driver in front of the mirror. He's looking at himself, and it's fake Chris Pine in the other side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wait, so is it really fake Chris Pine in this movie, or is it actually Chris Pine? Right. So, yeah, like, like whenever, yeah. whenever they she introduces him to to Barbara, and Barbara's like, wait, and and Diana's like, oh, I'll explain later. It's like, okay it would have been a great time right then for that to be the other guy and not Chris Pine. Yeah. Cause it was exactly. Confusing. Yep. Confusing. What are, what, what are y'all's other thoughts? I was going to mention a couple of my, uh, dumb, dumb complaints. <laughs> yeah. My only, only other weird complaint is like, yeah, they, of course they made like the middle Eastern and Asian dude wish for nukes, which I alluded to earlier, which was a little slightly <laughs> racist. <laughs> it is what it is it is 80s and i guess that's like cold war era but yeah come on now you can't just a little too on the nose you know yeah you can't do that now she's louise i can't she's um what did y'all think about the flying scenes not in the jet <laughs> that was cool that was cool i guess does she i, I completely forgot she didn't have fun? I don't, I don't, I mean, like, I don't I, think I've ever seen Wonder Woman fly, but that doesn't mean anything. I was just, I was asking because it took me out of, 
again, I love the the i the idea is that uh Steve was you know a, a prodigy pilot and that mm-hmm. that's a skill that he just had that Diana could never have and i i I think that's great, and that she was connecting with him in that way, but I was just like the way I, mean, I think the way that they shot it and it was obviously bad cgi yeah. i was just like oh i'm ready man still flies over a million times better yeah yeah and like i i i apparently they were paralleling um or calling back to richard donner's superman um and that the humanism of that like superpower i don't care whether or not she has that power per se but I was just bothered by how much it took me out of the movie. Did you like this movie more than Captain Marvel? Me? No. Yeah, or both of y'all. I think Captain Marvel is much, much better. I don't. I, I like Captain Marvel. I like Captain Marvel. You love. Captain I, Marvel. I. I will die on that hill. Nice. Nice. I don't think Captain. So, Mar- I think Captain Marvel is a good Marvel movie. I. I. I'm not gonna go on my tangent about captain marvel it's not a tangent it's just my like my defense i always get defensive about it for some reason sure. you so, have yeah, any, marvel you have fanboys any... hate that movie yeah i think it's because marvel fanboys hate that movie and i just get defensive because i i one i really like it um i like the character of captain marvel and i lo- i love brie larson so anyway. my only problem is i just i i i don't want to like open a can of worms but i just really think she should smile more like that's my only thing. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> uh, I love I love Brie Larson. Um, whenever she got that critique, um, that was a critique. Wait, I didn't understand. That. Yeah, no, no for pe- real. Oh, yeah, Eric, people, people told Brie Larson all the time that that Captain Marvel should have smiled more because she's on the poster looking serious, and then she yeah. she photoshopped like Captain America and Doctor Strange and Iron Man like grinning. And she was like, oh, yeah. this is why your complaint is bananas. Nice. Right, yeah. I do know that a lot of people call her Captain Karen on Twitter. Um, but that's to my extent of the, the hate that she gets. No, I think Captain... Well, and you think about like the, the big thematic reveal of Captain Marvel once she realizes who she is and, and that she was kidnapped, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, that is... The way that uh, I forget the director. Yeah, that's that is traumatizing. And like the directors, the way that they portray that, like following her out of the barn, her just like it's green in the background. Mm-hmm. That scene, like I remember that scene. I don't remember a lot of that movie, but I remember that scene and thinking like, yeah. this is good. This is good. Yeah. This is thoughtful. This is intentional. There is in Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Every every scene where they try to do that is uh-huh. hackneyed and corny and frankly, like just frustrated me. How, how does this rank among DC movies? Dark Knight trilogy excluded. <laughs> so like DC EU with yes. Cavill and okay. Ben Affleck. Yeah. I mean, towards the bottom, obviously. I I don't I don't want to say, but like. I didn't like Batman vs Superman either. Me neither. But I wouldn't say below that or above it somewhere, somewhere on somewhere. The same, yeah, I would same, say that uh, as well. Same level. It's. I think I would watch it before I'd watch Suicide Squad. 
I still have yeah. not seen Suicide Squad. <laughs> you haven't? I I said this That's last okay. time. I don't watch bad movies except for this morning <laughs> when I watched Wonder Woman. Except for this morning. <laughs> well, I think Eric, I think you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to watch some bad movies and pretty soon because as soon as the new mutants becomes available for all three of us to watch we're gonna watch we're gonna we're gonna watch it and dark phoenix and we are gonna heartily debate which is a worse movie dark (laughs) phoenix i try to find redeeming qualities in that movie because i love the x-men but god that thing is a crap pile okay so you've seen a bad movie yes (laughs) they're far (laughs) few between and definitely not by choice but yeah but uh, yeah, I would agree. One Woman is, I would say it's down there with like Justice League and Batman v Superman. And mm-hmm. Wonder Woman is probably still my favorite. I love Wonder Woman and Man of Steel a lot. Mm-hmm. So Also, this is another complaint I have about this movie. It does nothing to move the, the like overarching right. line of the DCEU forward. Because let's nothing. admit, we, we all like that. I, like, I love that. Yeah. I I when people are like I hate when when all these things tie together because it's too much. It's like you watch 19 seasons of Grey's Anatomy, but <laughs> movies are too much. Okay. Hey, you don't uh, need to call on call sorry. out Sarah like that. I'm sorry. Like, that I'm, I'm so sorry to the Sarahs <laughs> of the world. Uh, whoever you are, I I didn't mean to call you out. It's just something that that bothers me when people say it's too much. But what a whatever. Do y'all have any other final final comments about I did appreciate the sorry I interrupted you. No, no, no. That, I mean you're did this we is talk my final answering comment? my question yeah, quickly. Yeah. This was yeah, sorry, I was ready. <laughs> I did appreciate the fact that they brought back the OG Wonder Woman, yep. Linda Carter, yep. for the end credit scene. That, that was an end credit scene? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Eric was like, like, like closed his last Here's the deal. I, I shut down HBO Max. Like, Here, here's what the end credit scene is, Eric. Um, so you know how they talk, she gets, how Wonder Woman has that like golden suit. Yes. And it's like the war, the armor of their most uh, fearsome warrior. Astoria. Astoria. Aster- is something. Yeah, yeah. Asteria. Oh this is so the end credit scene pops up and it's a woman who has dark hair um and something like a a like a a light pole or something falls and she catches it with her bare hand like easy no like like easy money and some lady comes up to her and goes thank you so much like how how did you do that because she like saved her saved the woman's baby from being crushed by the pole this is like a this is like a tree sized light pole yeah i I mean it's it's a huge it's like a power line pole um and she goes, oh, you know, you just, I've been at this for a long time or something like that. And it pans around and you see your face and it's Linda, it's Linda Carter. And that was really, I was like, I, I audibly gasped. That was like a great redeeming quality of this film. Nice. Um, and at the very, after that scene was over, it said, um, they like credited Linda Carter. Um, so. I was like, but, sure. Okay. Yeah. I loved it. Fun. I was I was very excited about that. I was a uh, that, that's cool that you mentioned that because I was yeah. I was watching the Christmas scene and I was like, man, this movie's about to come up. Uh, I was literally thinking this movie's about to end, and I was like, is there an end credit scene? I don't care enough. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I was hoping that there would be something to tie it to the 
extended universe, but it didn't. But okay. I guess but I- also I I like that DC and we haven't mentioned Shazam yet, but I like that oh, DC Shazam or Aquaman, which I both movies I absolutely adore. Oh, um, well. Those movies are they don't care. They're like we'll we'll mention it, but we're not gonna. Yeah. We're not trying to do a Marvel, which I appreciate. I Shazam is a great movie. Shazam, I still haven't seen Shazam. Oh, is wow. like wow, I completely forgot about that movie, but it is a great movie. Yep. Uh, I I do want to watch it. I uh, Zachary Levi, I really like him. So yeah, he's, he's awesome, yeah. I, it is it's so good because it's so small. And That's like, a Christmas movie. It is. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I can't. Oh, I'm so mad that I left. Oh, I didn't even um, think about that. Would that. Be Guys, for a Christmas movie next year we wow. need to do another Christmas ranking episode because I feel like there's a lot of Christmas movies that are not necessarily Christmas movies but are. Yep. Shazam I would like is. I don't see that movie a lot in Christmas movie lists, Isaac, and it definitely is a Christmas movie. Yep. 100%. Yep. That last scene is great. Like I literally like cheered in the theater when i well i i could say because this we don't care but olivia also hasn't seen it you know what i'm talking about eric like Uh yeah Yeah, i literally cheered at that scene i was like yes and my little brother was like just nonplussed sitting there (laughs) (laughs) you're you're one of the guys that like starts a standing ovation in the middle of avengers endgame when (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) Endgame, Endgame's still the best movie-going experience of my life. It, yeah. it really. I was just talking about that earlier today. I think it's my my favorite. Yeah. Um, there was a guy I'll never forget. There was a guy sitting next to me. He was like crying like the whole last thirty minutes of the movie. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna bash on the guy. I I love how he's so emotionally invested in the movie. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, I cry. I got teary-eyed. I the last time I cried during a movie was. And Force Awakens when uh, the Millennium Falcon was revealed for the first time. Um, Ooh, okay, nice. That was, that was Man, a big Force Awakens, for such a good one. Good day, good old days of Star Wars. Another really memorable. It's not not the best uh, movie going experience, but in the Amazing Spider-Man Two, when Gwen Stacy dies, two like very masculine men burst into tears and <laughs> left the theater. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, like a, that really, was a really bad really scene, but to, come uh, on. If they, if Emma Stone is Spider-Gwen. Oh man. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Why not? They, right. they, Marvel's just like, we're, we're going all out. We're bringing we're gonna back ride Alfred this Molina. as long as we can. We're, gonna, we're bringing back Andrew Garfield. We're literally money is just we turn on the faucet so we're throwing it at and it can. these actors yeah it's crazy yeah it's crazy um uh the last thing we were gonna do i think we we're gonna announce our parasite winner is that correct oh yeah, yeah. Parasite winner. yeah all right so uh i'll be picking from my online hat here thank you to everyone our... who entered oh yeah big props big props to them um picking a random name now and we have the winner is Marriott underscore 95. Marie. Uh, Marie Turner. Yeah, it's Marie. I said Marie though. Oh, Marriott. Spelled like Marie. I said Marriott. Marriott. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, that is our winner. Uh, we'll be reaching out to you via oh, yeah. Instagram to, please, to get your uh, information. Please 
cash app us for shipping because we <laughs> do <shipping>. not. <laughs> yes. She lives. Shipping was uh, in the fine print. You do have to cover shipping. <laughs> we, do, we do this for fun. <laughs> but mostly because we don't want to pay for shipping. We would Just kidding, of course. Just kidding, of course. Sort of. Do that. I wonder if, <laughs> do you think Madia has seen Parasite? She, she has. David? I know she has. She and David have seen it. Maudier texted me like very shortly after I, I think she watched it and was like, have you seen this? And I said, yes. And she goes, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen. And we talked Love about it. it for, yeah. She, she's nice. a big fan. Loved it. So. Well, she deserves it then. Yeah. She's very excited about it. Um, oh, that is wonderful. Yeah. Maudier, Eric, I don't think you've ever, I don't think you know this, but Maudier was one of my roommates in college. So. Cool. So yeah, cool um, we. Yeah. I will say as a one of our one of the closing thoughts. Um, we don't have to wrap up at any time in the near future, which is crazy. We don't have a time limit now, but oh, we were yeah. gonna talk about soul in this episode as well. Um, Sweet. I don't know if so. Olivia's seen it, but the dudes have not. Is that correct? Neither one of you have. <laughs> Okay. All all I'll say, I watched it on Christmas Day. That's the only reason why I've seen it. I would not have been able to watch it yesterday or today. So, gotcha. um, You had to work today on a Sunday. Is that right? Yesterday and today. Yes. Yeah, it's fine. Um, It's all good. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, Soul is really good. I felt like. It was very timely considering the like the the craziness of this year and how I know a lot of people felt very worn out and kind of defeated um, because we so often tie our self-worth to what we do and um, that's kind of the the plot of this movie is that the main character he ties his he, he gets so wrapped up in like what he's doing or what his dream is that he kind of misses out on just living and everyday experiences. And, and that was really kind of just a beautiful moving uh, point in the movie. Um, it's funny. I laughed all, uh, at several different points there. I was texting Eric and Isaac about this, but there is a incredible joke about one of the worst NBA teams in this movie that made me belly laugh. Um, so if you if you follow basketball at all, then you'll also get it. Um, but it just it made me laugh so hard. But overall, it was really good. My only thing about it is that I I, I had never thought about this until someone pointed this out on social media. Is that often, and I don't know what, if you guys ever thought about this or have any thoughts on this, but often when they're when Disney or Pixar do a movie over someone of color they change the that person changes into something so like think of princess and the frog tiana turns into a frog um soul i don't even remember jamie fox's character turns into this like little blob thing he turns into a soul wait so that that's not like the personification of him isn't actually his soul that's kind of the impression okay it is yes it is. Um, and then, what's another one? There was another one. Move oh, on to a man. Yeah, she, she loses her, her femininity. Um, I, love, I love Mulan, by the way. That's my favorite. I, I do love Mulan. 
I have not seen the live action though. So I will not see live action. Oh yeah, we've talked about this. Uh, yes. Coco, he turns into a, a skeleton ghost, not ghost, but type thing. And also, there's the whole like, literally, he's like trying to cross a border, which feels very on the nose. Wait, wait, what? I haven't. I have and not Coco? seen. Coco. Oh, I haven't seen Coco. Oh, either. guys, Coco is <laughs> it's it's good. I only thought about the whole like border thing. You guys got to watch it. It makes more sense. I only okay. thought about the border thing because I was listening to a Shea Serrano podcast, and he or one of the guests brought that up, and I was like, oh, frick, I didn't think about that. <laughs> um, but I understand, like, especially in the context of Soul, it makes sense. But I also understand that in a way it's, or it can be viewed as, I, don't, I guess, erasing the character and the culture mm. and the dynamics of, you know, of that yeah. culture, of that character, yeah. that person of color. And I don't think that's cool. Um, I was going to ask about that. Do you feel like, so... <sighs> In the scenes, I'm assuming that there are several s- prominent scenes featuring soul music and yeah. like in African American characters. Yeah, Do you I feel th- like those are accurately and sensitively and like, I mean, depicted? Or as far as as I can tell, as a a sure. white person, um, I'm asking it that as a white seems, person too. Yeah, it's it seems to be the case. Um, I haven't talked to anyone. I haven't talked to a black person about what their thoughts are on this movie. So I, I don't know, like, and that, like, I obviously can't have one person speak for an entire, um, entire group of people. But yeah, no, I, I've seen where people have, have praised, there's a scene in like a barbershop and, and it feels very much like what a, a barbershop in New York city would look like. Um, and I think that it does a good job of like, even just the hair, like the hair of like, black people is so important and i think it does a good job of of that the animation is fantastic it's 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 so beautiful um so i uh i I think it worked out kind of well that we focused on wonder woman today just i mean aside from the fact that one third of us had seen soul i coco was the last pixar movie that came out right or no no i mean toy story 4 was but before that was oh yeah is that correct uh, Wasn't there the Chris Brown one? Came out? Oh, Onward. Onward came oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm even more behind than I thought. I haven't seen Onward or Coco. Um, I'm way behind. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like it would help to have that discussion in terms yeah. of Pixar's, you know, admirable goal of telling stories, like diverse mm. stories. Like, I totally support that and appreciate that, but I'm just behind, behind the eight ball. Me too. I I think the last one I saw was Incredibles too, and that one was like in the middle of a bunch of Pixar movies I hadn't seen. So and all all uh, white characters. <laughs> Frozone. Except Frozone. Yeah, Frozone. Don't forget Samuel L. Jackson like that. Can't forget Frozone, man. Where is my super suit? Why? We'll have to talk at some <laughs> point. Maybe we can do an episode on like best Pixar movies. I think that'd be fun. That'd be a good layover episode. Oh, I think so. Yeah. All right. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Are uh, we good? Feel like I was, wrapping up? I, I have something. Yeah. I want to apologize. Apologize to ev- anybody and everybody that liked Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> <laughs> I know this whole well, movie, this whole episode was us bashing it, but there were some there were some redeeming there were redeeming qualities. qualities. 
Sure, and like it's not uh, yeah. like a, it's not a bad movie. I, bad bad movie. It was I'm not apologizing movie. for our opinions, right? No. And I'm not. I'm also not going to apologize because I don't think any of us said anything that was toxic or you know, no. anything like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've uh, the the people that I have talked to just like at church today and other places, I have heard similar sentiments uh for yeah. various degrees but uh yeah. olivia any other closing thoughts no i mean i i've i've heard mixed like online i've seen mixed reviews and i think that that's fair i think i can see it going either way for a lot of people mm-hmm. uh again i don't apologize for for yeah. my thoughts or anyone else's like y'all's thoughts i think that we're entitled to our opinions just as much as anyone else is entitled to think it's a good movie and there are like a lot of movies these days where the opinion is really diverse you got like venom the star wars movies yeah there are a ton of movies where people love them and hate them so and this i think is definitely that, gonna be one in that category yeah I, I think i agree with that i think that's a good point um and i think that makes for lively conversations with people i wish also, one of y'all would have liked this movie uh, so we could have, yeah, it would have been, it would have been a little bit more interesting. But, <laughs> I wanted to see y'all die on the hill for this movie, but no, I kind of, I kind of, uh, I didn't realize how strongly I felt about this movie until you I felt started. very strongly. Yeah, I don't One know. and a half. That's that's a that's, that's a low ball. That's dude. low. Yeah. I don't think I've ever given that low of a rating to anything. Really? I yeah. think I gave half a star to Terminator Salvation. Okay. Wow. That's, See, that's like, I think Terminator yeah, Salvation is a better movie than. Wow. I, I that was the movie where time. like Christian Bale just... went on like a like a rant and like but a tirade on set. A, Did you hear about that? Apparently, oh, that, is that one? That's the movie. Apparently, oh. either that it was either the gaffer or the director of photography. You can look this up. Was notorious for like moving stuff around an inch, yes. like demanding a reshoot. And so I'm like, I, I don't know. I wasn't there. But apparently, like people have vilified Christian Bale, but Christian Bale recently had explained more of what happened, and mm-hmm. it's like he's not just an asshole. Like he <laughs> apparently he was exhausted and frustrated, and in some could argue rightly so. Uh, so. Am I the only one that likes it when actors go on like these great rants and stuff like that, like Tom Cruise and Christian Bale? Like, I think these guys I, are Tom yeah. Cruise and Christian Bale. You got to respect these guys. So. I think all they are in their this- right. All of us like that Tom Cruise flipped out at that guy for yeah. not yes. social media. That's what I would like to do to a lot of people. Yeah. It's like, um, did you hear seven people like left the movie after that? Good. Really? Yeah. Like, seven like oh, quit. crew? Yeah, seven crew people quit. Dang. That's crazy. Wow. But, I have one more final thought. Okay. I would like to point out that Isaac has a fantastic sweater on. Very Chris Evans oh in Knives Out. <laughs> what? Thank you. You're I was going to try to do a, a ransom thromby uh, <laughs> quote, but I can't think of anything. All right. That's all I have. Isaac? Um, got this at J. Crew free promo. Uh, the thing I was going to close with was we don't know what our next layover episode will be. We'd like to keep you on your toes. Maybe we'll do a Pixar episode. Maybe we'll do a Dark Phoenix New Mutants back to back, but we have some fun stuff that'll just pop up randomly and you'll get a little bit more send content than just twice a month yeah send us oh we should talk about it after this yeah okay yeah, let's great. do it we'll talk about it okay uh the very last thing i was gonna say uh give you a sneak peek at uh just because this will be coming out before 
our next episode, I was going to let everyone know what our next episode was going to be. And then also the fi- the upcoming DC movies, since we were talking about Wonder Woman. Um, Suicide Squad. Where's our... Our next go. episode is coming out Saturday, this Saturday, January 2nd. It's our top 10 of 2020. Yep. Which will yeah. be that's a that's a fun episode. We that had was a, a fun. We episode. actually had, yeah we had a ton of fun recording that. Yeah. And uh, another reminder that our next mini series is is a uh, Jeff Nichols who's a Little Rock, Arkansas born director. He's the director of Shotgun Stories, Take Shelter, Mud, Loving, and Midnight Special, all which feature Michael Shannon, one of his longtime collaborators. Um, and we're really excited for that. Michael Shannon is also a friend of the DC universe, so... I will find him! (laughs) 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 The upcoming H... uh, Not HBO. uh, Warner Brothers. DC movies, the Snyder Cut, was confirmed... We'll we'll do a layover episode for that, too. We we will. (laughs) It's gonna be crazy. This has potential to be an all-time great I... I I don't want to combat that. I don't think it will be, but I think there's a chance. So uh, we'll see. I think it'll be better than Justice League. Uh, do, I mean, we all, it, do we all think it, that? I mean, it has it, the bar set pretty low, Isaac. Uh, that, no, no, I agree. I agree with that. I'm just, were you saying all-time great? Like, I said all-time top great episode. Or? As in oh, 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 oh. Episode, oh, yeah. Oh, our episode. For sure. We're yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah, for we're sure. We're going to go bananas on it. I think it'll be better than Justice League. Yes. And that's all my expectations are. If I enjoy it more than Justice League, that's all I care about. It was I mean, con- Zack Snyder seems to care about this a lot, so yeah. I yep. expect him for that. Did, this was something I was going to ask you guys earlier. Do you? I know a lot of actors had to do reshoots for the Snyder Cut. Did Gal Gadot have to do any for uh, her role as Wonder Woman? Do you guys know? I wouldn't, I wouldn't sure. be surprised, but who knows? Who knows? Um, all right. We're man, we're gonna have so much. Our <laughs> Snyder what? Cut uh, commentary, uh, who knows if we'll do commentary or please like good, a please recap good, episode. Please, please be good, please be good, please be good, please be good. <laughs> uh, I, I've that is gonna be so no one here likes the original Justice League, right? The Justice League is people, some people call it. I like oh, no. aspects of it, but no, not really. Okay, cool. Um, anyway, like. I think the difference in how Joss Whedon portrays Wonder Woman and how Zack Snyder portrays... Did I say portray? You said portray. Portray, okay, I'm kind of losing it. Uh, The difference between how those two directors um, portray the one female member of the Justice League will be really interesting to discuss. But the Snyder Cut was confirmed to have a release date of March, which is going to be here before you know it. Oh, that's so soon. Time is flying. Yeah. Yes. Um, so March 2021. And then the next after that is the Suicide Squad, which will be pretty crazy because you got a shark person in it. August you got James 6th. Gunn directing it. Got James when Gunn. Was canceled by Disney. Um, but so then uncanceled. Gonna, because, and then uncanceled. Yeah. This is yep. going to be, I think, I have high expectations for this movie. I do too. Uh, I think it'll be pretty nuts. If, it, if it's like a trial, I feel like the thing. The kind of movie they're going for is Tropic Thunder. I'm getting I all those vibes. I'm getting all those I, yeah. vibes from the set photos. Yeah. I'm all for it. Who cares? Yeah. 
Um, look at this cast. Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, Viola Davis, Michael Rooker, Joel Kinnaman, John Cena, who's getting his own spin-off. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Classic. Fillion, Jai Courtney, David Dasmalchian, who I really love. Taika Waititi's in it. Sean Gunn, Storm Reed, Pete. Pete, who is Pete Davidson playing? Uh, Some Peter Capaldi. Weird character. Yeah, I love Peter. Gonna, it's gonna be epic. Um, Doctor Who, right? Yep. Yes. That's yep. what I thought. He's also in Local Hero, which is one of my favorite. Uh, I think it was my number six of top twenty. Oh, that's a little preview for people. Oh. Um, Whoa. March fourth, twenty twenty-two. Too far away, in my opinion. The Batman. Man. by far the best trailer of 2020 by far by f- i mean do does anyone else have another 2022 golly i think i still think that i think that they want they actually want people to see it in theaters yeah they're bumpy i i think that's in which i'm totally i happy. want to see it in theaters I, I mean i do too but also you want you want to wait to see it in I theaters? Wanna, yeah no, no no i don't want to see it now not in a I want to see it in now. this pandemic. I mean, I do want to see it now, but I want to see it in theaters. Yeah, that's a theater movie for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, Matt Reeves, Robert Pattinson, or director Matt Reeves, Zoe Kravitz, Colin Farrell, Paul Dano, Andy Serkis, oh, so John John Wright, the the late not late great. He's still alive. Thanks. Be the, the Lord. Going to jinx him. I know. <laughs> Peter Sarsgaard and John Turturro. <laughs> Wait, wait, uh, John Turturro is in yeah. it? Yeah, I don't know who he's playing. I think he's playing, uh, wow. not the district attorney, but like um, someone in Gotham city government or something like that. November Jesus 4th. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Batman has to face off against Jesus. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. He's in the Batman. Uh, everyone is in, I'm telling you, everyone that's like, Anybody in Hollywood is either in Star Wars, DC, or Marvel movies. Yeah, can you blame yeah, John Turturro in a freaking DC movie? That's I would the, jump uh, at the gun. I I would, abs- If I was ever offered a role in any of those franchises, I would say absolutely. I don't even care if it's good. Yeah. Well, maybe sure. I would if I was a serious actor, but I'm not. <laughs> so I would say yes, absolutely. You want me on the screen for five seconds? I'm in. November fourth, twenty twenty two. Uh, the Flash, which is rumored to be Flashpoint, um, Ooh. yeah, because that's how they're yeah. gonna bring in like Michael Keaton, right? Yep. So Flash they're doing is- they're doing with Flashpoint what Spider Man Three is doing with the past Spider Man franchises. Yes. So Michael Keaton's confirmed, Ben Affleck's confirmed, Ezra Miller is playing the Flash, um, Andy Muschietti, I think that's how you say his last name, who directed the most recent It movies is directing don't know anything oh. about the wasn't uh like phil lord and christopher miller attached to this at one point in time ah, I, man, they, uh, pr- I think everyone's been attached to this uh okay oh man so they warner brothers wanted robert zemeckis and matthew vaughn to direct Ooh. um matthew there's, vaughn is- there's this is so much there's so much uh Matthew Vaughn's Rick, busy with the Kingsman universe. Rick Famuyiwa. I was like, what is Famuyiwa? The guy did True Detective. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That Rick. He. Did, oh yeah, yeah. And he directed some episodes of uh, The Mandalorian. Did y'all know that? Yes. Yep, I, was like, I was like, I know, I know that that name from something I've seen. He directed uh, Dope. Have y'all seen that? 
Dope is so good. Oh, dope is dope is fantastic. Yeah, dope is great. Aquaman two, December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. So twenty twenty two will be a big, a big, big year for DC movies. I think Um, it'll be a big year for Marvel too. Yeah, but we don't have to talk about Marvel right now. And then Shazam: Fury of the Gods, June second, twenty twenty three. Can't come soon. Can't come soon enough, in my opinion. They should just make like Shaz- like screw all these other stories. They should just make Shazam. Yeah, Shazam is Shazam is probably one of my favorite DC movies. Black Adam is kind of the rock. Yeah, they've the said rock. that Black Adam's gonna be made since like 2012. Who? <laughs> who yeah, who that's fair. And then did y'all did y'all remember the? They're making a spinoff of Aquaman called The Trench. And it's like, no. did you know this, Eric? Does it have Amber Heard starring in it? Uh, no. Nice. Good. They, there's like, <laughs> I don't. They don't. The even have people really attached to it. Apparently, Batgirl's still in development. New Gods is still in development. New Gods was the one that Ava DuVernay is attached yes. to. Yeah, she's yeah. attached to that. At one point. Joss Whedon was attached to Batgirl, but I don't know if that's the case anymore. Yeah, now that people realize that he's not he's a good a person. Terrible person. Um, which is disappointing for so many reasons. Yeah, I, that kind of that kind of surprised me. I was but surprised maybe we can, that. We can yeah. talk about that later. Um, uh, there's all this. The rest of this list is like all this stuff I've never heard of. Probably not going to happen. It's probably lifetime. not going to happen. Probably not so. going to happen. Yeah. Anyway. The, uh, the justice league by George Miller. Do y'all, do y'all remember that? that I would happen. love to see where the Ar- army hammer playing. Yeah. That would have been, that would have been awesome. George yeah. Miller directed justice league. I have a, uh, I have no other thoughts, so we can, we can wrap it up here and until, right. un- okay. So until, until Saturday, actually. Yeah. This will go up. Tonight and Saturday, in six days, you'll get our top, our respective top 10 movies that we watched in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited about that episode. You know what? That was a good episode to record. It was. You know what movie will not be on that list? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Glad we didn't hold out for that. Y'all know what my letterbox review for Wonder Woman 1984 was? No, no, I didn't look. It was WTF eighty four. <laughs> mine was mine was sponsored by Nike and JC Penny. Oh, for real though. Yeah. Did you see uh, the Nike shoes? Like yes, they yes. were so they were that's so why, cool. that was the other point that why it was reminding me of Michael Bay. Um, the Nike Nike shoes were It was like Wayne's prom- World. Featured prominently. Yeah. Yes, Penny people just sell out for money. <laughs> Mine, my letterbox review was I think the most unrealistic aspect of this movie is thinking everyone would renounce their wishes. Because I think that I is unrealistic. Did, did no understand. one wish for anything good? Like, that dude wished for that one restaurant lady to die. And to I was drop like, down. like that, what the heck? <laughs> that was another crazy moment. I was like, holy cow. And also, kind of kind of racist towards irish people yeah Question mark. Boom, there you go as, That's as, as someone who's a quarter irish i was like whoa i am not an irish man but excuse me 
Yeah, that was oh, the no. word. That was a little yeah. out of pocket. Yeah. But, uh, this, no one movie... wished to like end world hunger or like. Yeah, I mean, there's so, like, so many. good dead. things. You can, I think yeah, okay like, to wrap wrap stuff up. I feel like I might end to just cancel all student debt. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, what would you wish for? I unlimited wishes. Oh yeah, you did say that. My yeah. bad. I mean, all right i don't I have anything else right there what would yeah. you wish for olivia I, my student debt oh well i was gonna wish that i on said mine you, I so. oh thank you well yeah, yeah you could use it like make your wish super yeah. broad so that it affects everybody that it possibly can yeah. oh yeah, yeah small yeah. like the people in the movie um i don't know what about Uni- the guy universal equity and like people Everyone. Yeah, I was thinking like yeah, universal housing or like healthcare for everyone. Um, what about the one guy who wasted his wish on a fresh cup of coffee? I, I thought about that. <laughs> I was like, so that guy has to renounce his wish that for sucker. a single cup of coffee? Okay, that seems a But bit honestly, excessive. that I kind of resonate with that guy just as knowing how much I love a good cup of coffee. Oh, yeah, I know. I that looks like a bad cup of coffee. Like, it didn't Excuse look me. like a good cup of coffee. Excuse me, but this is a damn fine cup of coffee. <laughs> Surprised it wasn't a Starbucks coffee. <laughs> was Starbucks around in the eighties? I don't. Uh, I think it maybe. I, I think it started in the late eighties, maybe. Okay. Um, it, it was JC Penny around in the eighties? Oh yeah, for sure. That's, if you, that was the thing? Okay. Did you watch the last season of Stranger Things? I'm pretty sure JC Penny was did. like in that too. Also, Nike was in that as well. Yeah. That's so. Anyway. Um. Uh, we're. I don't remember what you're talking about before we started talking about the wishes, but anyway. I think we were trying to wrap it up. And- we were trying to wrap it up. Thank you for joining us for our first layover episode. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, share with friends who might agree or heartily disagree with our opinions surrounding Wonder Woman 1984. Olivia, Eric, any final thoughts? No, thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. We will see you guys on Saturday. Peace right. out. Bye. I'll never do that again. Oh, come on.